and he has it all under control. What does the old song say? He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. Amen. He's got it under control. You don't have to worry. Go ahead. Sing it. Got what? He's got you and me, brother, in his hands. He's got you and me, sister, in his hands. He's got you and me, brother, in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. Amen. Amen. So you don't have to worry. He's got it all under control. I hold you in the palm of my hands, and nobody can pluck you out, Jesus said. Amen. So we want to get right into our lesson today. Amen. Brother DeMuth, could you come and take up our discipleship offering this morning? God, thank you again for this offering this morning. Thank you for your people, their love for you, God, and bless them in every place today. Amen. So in ways of prayer, keep brother and sister Bell in prayer. Uh, keep the Oaks family. You may not remember Sister Gwen Oaks. She was our... Okay. Let's keep everybody in prayer. Amen today. Praise God. Amen. Sister Oaks, she passed away, so we want to remember that. Yeah. So we want to remember them. She was the ladies' leader for the United Pentecostal Church for many years. Yes. He passed away around on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So just keep those in prayer. Amen. One another in prayer. Keep edifying one another. Amen. Praise God. want to go to number four on your paper today. Revelation will come in due time. We've been talking about obtaining a full revelation. I thought it was interesting that uh, Brother Dobbs Friday night at, at our midwinter camp preached basically from this same theme. Uh, and he had no clue what we were talking about here this month. But he preached uh, from this same theme in the passages that we've been talking about. Amen. So we've been talking about this obtaining a full revelation. And so we know that the Bible tells us in Hosea 6.3, the Lord says, amen, that his going forth is as the morning and his, you know, it would come as the latter and former rain together upon the earth. Amen. It, you know, we go on. Notice, if we follow on, if we just keep going, that's what the Lord wants. You know, he's not going to show us everything right up front. See, this is why we have to get into this mindset and realize that what? We walk by faith and not by sight. You know, Paul told the church at Rome, he says, if you see the things you hope for, he says, what, what are you hoping for? He says, if you already see it, he says, but if you don't see it, then do you with patiently wait for it in Romans 8. You know, 23, I think, is somewhere in there. But so we have to walk by faith. We, we know the things we desire. And if we follow on, if we just keep going, revelation will come to us so that we have the knowledge and the understanding of what God is trying to show us. Amen. And once we have that knowledge and clarity and understanding, 
and wisdom of God, amen, then we will understand what we're looking for. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 8, does not wisdom cry and understand and put forth her voice. She's standing in the high places. She stand by the path of the way of the gates at the coming in of the door, at the entry in of the city. Unto you, O men, I call, and, and my voice is to the son of men. So wisdom is calling. Amen. Come on, learn. Come and learn of me. Come come and find out about me. Amen. And so Jesus even tells us in Matthew, uh, John 5, John, excuse me, 539 and 40, search the scripture. For in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And you won't come to me that you might have life. we got to follow on. Amen. Because there's some beautiful things that God has planned for your life. There's so many wonderful things that he has. You know, the best things in life, we talked a few months ago, is free. And so God has got so many great things for us, so we want to follow on. So revelation will come in due time. And John 13, verse 7, Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do now thou know, what I do, what I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. In other words, when Jesus came to Peter to wash Peter's feet, okay, and Peter says to him, he says, Lord, shall you wash my feet? You should never wash my feet. And Jesus says, Peter, what I'm doing to you right now, you don't know, but you're going to know after. You know, and we see that Peter says, Lord, because Jesus says, if I don't wash you, you have no part with me. And Peter says, Lord, don't wash just my feet, but wash my head, my hands, you know, my whole body, you know. And so we, we follow on and we know what this is all about. Jesus was teaching them a lesson in humility. And so a lot of times we could have pride in our hearts and pride in our lives and we're not aware of it. And so therefore we need to have that cleansing from the word of God. We need Jesus to wash us. The Bible says we're cleansed by the washing and renewing and generation of the Holy Ghost. And so we need to be washed and we need to be cleansed. Sometime revelations comes later during our walk with God. Therefore, we should not be discouraged if some don't see what we see. In other words, I might see something way before you see it, you know, uh, how many times have you maybe been witnessing to someone or been trying to show someone something that you know based on the Word of God and the light bulb just isn't going on? You know, and you might start getting discouraged, you might start getting frustrated, and you go, why can't they see this? Why can't they see it? You know? I'm trying to show them. Why can't they see it? Why can't they see where they're going? Why can't they see why they're doing this wrong? It's because revelation hasn't come yet. Yeah. And so that's why you can't get discouraged. That's why you have to keep living your life the way you know to live it right so that when they do come into the revelation of the knowledge of the truth, they are not deceived, amen, and not led in the wrong path. Because it will come. Revelation will come. I remember when my wife first got saved, she was trying to tell me, you know, this good news and bring me quickly into it. But I just wasn't seeing it. Uh, you know, and as what Peter, Paul says, if this gospel was hid, see, it didn't have laws. And whom the God of this world was blind in the mind. Satan still had my mind blind. You know, I couldn't see it, you know, right out of the gate. 
she saw it, you know, for the first time she heard it. You know, the revelation for her was exposed, so she saw it. But when she tried to explain it to me, I didn't see it right out out of the gate. You know, I had to get some things out of my life. God had to do some operation. God had to do some pruning and take some things away so I could see. But as time progressed, a year later, you know, he began to open my understanding because I heard the word of God. I would go to church, you know. I would get about here with my hands when it was time to praise and everybody else is like this. I would get about right here, you know. I was like this, you know, in the altitude, you know. And then all of a sudden one day, you know, I got a little higher because when I got about right here, my hands started doing like this. And I'm going, whoa, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you know, but then all of a sudden, you know, the revelation came of lifting up holy hands and praising God, you know. So the revelation came and thank God for the revelation of who Jesus is. And as a result, amen, it, it came in time. But if she would have forced, if she would have forced to try to push it on me and to, to drive it into me. She could have pushed me away. Matter of fact, our pastor told her, you got wisdom beyond your years, you know, because she, she really wanted me to immediately come on in. But I wasn't getting a revelation. I couldn't understand it all, you know. But after time and God began to reveal it to me, you know, then I start to see and my eyes begin to be open and here I am today. See, and that's the way it is a lot of times. We want our family members saved. We want our family members to come into the knowledge of this truth. And this is why it's key and essential that we who have the revelation continue to live right, continue to let our light, as Jesus says, shine so that men will see your good works. Don't, don't lower your standard. A lot of times we, we want people to be saved. It's easy for us to lower our standard. Because we, we, we let down, and so they're never going to come up. See, but if we maintain the standard of where God has taken us and we keep following on, then he will begin when those people start asking us questions. We pray for revelation to be revealed to them. You know, God let them see. That's how, that's how I pray all the time for all the pastors, uh, whether denomination or whatever. I, I, my prayer is every time I pray is, God, as soon as they open your word, as soon as they go to their pulpit, let them have a clear knowledge and revelation of who you are, amen, through the word of God that they preach and teach, and that the people that are in their congregations will also come into the knowledge of that revelation of truth. I'm not trying to make them United Pentecostal. I just want them to have the knowledge of the truth. Amen. And so we want that revelation to take place. Amen. Praise God. As we see in Matthew chapter 17, let's go there this morning. Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 13. Here Jesus takes his disciples up on the Mount of Transfiguration uh, in chapter 17, starting verse 1. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bring them up into the mount, a mountain apart. 
and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto him Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou will, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were so afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and be not afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, said, Tell the vision to no man till the Son of Man be risen again from the dead. And his disciples asked him, saying, Why then say the scribes and Elijah that Elijah must first come? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elijah truly shall come first and restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah is come already, and they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they list. Likewise shall also the Son of Man suffer of them. Then the disciples understood that he spake unto them of John the Baptist. See, the revelation was given here. See, they says, you know, the scribe says that Elijah is supposed to come because in Malachi it says that Elijah would come and restore all things. So that's where the disciples of, of Jesus are saying, well, the scribe says that, that he should come first. Elijah should come first. And Jesus says he's already come. And then they realize the revelation kicked in when he says, they, and they did unto him as they did to the others. And they understood that he was talking about John the Baptist, say, that he was Elijah which was to come. Amen. The revelation came. And notice Jesus told them, he says, this vision that you've seen, see that you tell no man until what? After the Son of Man is resurrected. There are some things that you don't reveal until the appropriate time. And it's the same way in the walk with God. When we get to a certain point in the Lord, God begins to reveal to us more of his, who he is, his character, his nature, everything. He begins to bring us more. Because like Paul says to the church in Hebrews, he said the time you ought to be teachers, you have one to teach you again, which has become the principles of the orchards of God, the basic things, see. And he talks about meat versus milk, I mean, meat, milk versus meat. See, sometimes people, revelation and understanding can only handle certain things. They can't handle the fullness of it all at one one time because they're not going to understand it. See, but if we follow on, the more we know, the more we grow in the Lord, the more we should have the wisdom and the knowledge of God and how things operate. See, we, we should, if we've been in the church any time, we should be, you know, wiser, you know, than those that's just coming in. See, we should know where we should be because the revelation 
of our walk with God and our understanding with God. We don't understand everything all the time. Look at John chapter 20. Go to John chapter 20 verse 19. John chapter 20 verse 19 through 29. John chapter 20 verse 19 through 29. And it says, Then the same day at evening, this is after the resurrection now, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples was assembling for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had said, he showed him unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Now we remember at first when the women came back and told him, they didn't believe it. See, so now they're getting revelation here. And when they, when he had said this, he breathed unto them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I see in his hands the prints of the nails, and put my finger into the prints of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days again the disciples was within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the door being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Then says he, Thomas, reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. Notice, revelation in time. Amen. The others had seen it. They said, we've seen the Lord. He's risen. And what did Thomas say? I'm not going to believe it because I ain't seen him. See? It's the same way. A lot of people haven't seen what you have seen in the word of God. That's why Paul says, I have not seen, neither have it entered into hearts or ears heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of man the things which God has prepared for them. But what? He's revealed them to you and I by his spirit. See, we know. And see, and so, but others don't know yet. And so, therefore, until the revelation come, they're not going to understand. The same way with Joseph. If you look at Joseph and think about Joseph, Joseph, some says that was only 12 years old when God gave him the vision about the sheaves. He was sold into slavery, they say, at 17 years old. See, and here he is as a slave in Egypt, amen, and he's doing his business, he's doing his work, all he had was a dream, you know, and he has shared his dream with his brothers, we know the story, his brothers got mad at him because of his dream, they sold him, his father got mad at him, but Joseph went on in the prison in Egypt 
He served, and what happened? He spent time in prison. He's probably thinking, what in the world am I doing in prison? He's probably thinking, I can't believe my brother sold me and the slavery. But after he is now the second in command in Egypt, if you notice, amen, and when the famine hits and Joseph is now in charge, uh, and Pharaoh's uh, material or his logistician, give or take, you could say, you know, when his brothers comes down to buy grain, he realizes, he starts realizing what is happening. And then after Jacob dies, when you look at the 50th chapter of Genesis, we see that Joseph's brothers, they're still afraid. You know, and they come and say, yep, my dad says you <laughs> forgive us. You know, and he says, I'm going to take care of you. He says, what you did, you meant for evil, but God meant for good. God sent me here ahead of you to preserve life. See, he didn't realize that until the famine hit. See, his dream was way back here. You know, and so like I said, some says he got the dream when he was like 12 years old. And 17, he sold into slavery. And now he's a grown man. He's got kids, you know. So look at all those years that he's already gone through before the revelation of what had took place back here has brought him here. And so when he tells his brothers, you, what you did, you meant for evil, but God meant for good. He sent me before you to preserve life. He probably didn't realize that when he was going through that. And sometimes we don't realize the things we're going through in life, why we're going through them. See, but if we follow on, we'll know. He'll reveal things to us and why things happen to us and why certain situations and circumstances that takes place in our lives because he wants to reveal the reason. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, it says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Amen. There's a time and there's a season. Amen. For the revelation of truth. Uh, that God will reveal to us certain things and, and what will happen. And so we just got to keep going and follow on to know. In Acts chapter 10. Amen. Notice in Acts chapter 10, we know the story of Cornelius, right? And then we see that Peter is up on the rooftop, you know, and in a vision, he sees a sheet comes down, and it's got all these unclean animals in it. See, because the Jews knew the law. They knew that there were certain animals that was classified as being clean and classified as being unclean, and the unclean animals they was not supposed to eat or touch. And so Peter, when he saw this vision coming down, and the Lord says, Rise, Peter, slay and eat. He says, Not so, Lord, for I've never touched anything uncommon or unclean. And this was done, the Bible says, what, three times. You know, and finally the Lord said to him, What the Lord has cleansed, don't call common or unclean. You know, and in, in the vision, he gets this vision, Rise, there's some men looking for you. And so Peter gets up, he goes down, and they're there, they're asking for Peter, because Cornelius, the angel, had told Cornelius to send the Joppa for Peter, and he'll tell you what you need to do. And so as he, Peter comes down to Cornelius' house, amen, he begins to preach, and he begins to teach about Jesus Christ. 
So Peter now gets his revelation because when he goes to Cornelius' house and Cornelius began to expound to him what had taken place, what did Peter say? I perceive now that God is no respecter of persons. See? So Peter's revelation of what that vision and those sheets were has come to true. See? He got clear understanding and revelation that God wasn't talking about the animals. He's talking about the Gentiles. See, the Gentiles was God was bringing the Gentiles into. So that revelation of who it was, amen, and who Christ was and what God was doing, Peter began to get that revelation. And Luke chapter 24, Luke chapter 24, verse 16. Let's back up to verse 13. And behold, two of them went that same day into a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score or sixty furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes was were holding that they should not know him. Notice, they, they don't even realize who it is that's with them. See? And notice, keep going. And verse 17. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad? And the one of them whose name was Cleophas answered, said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And hast thou not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was the prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and the rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that he had been, that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came, saying, that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them, which was with us, went to the sepulcher, and found it even as the women had said. But him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow to heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded of them in all the scripture the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is forspent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread, 
and blessed it, and brake and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Amen. Going on, walking on, listening. And as a result, amen, revelation came in due time. See, they was discouraged. They, didn't, they, they had heard he had risen, but they didn't have the revelation that he was risen. And as Jesus talked with them, amen, he went in with them, and as a result, he revealed to them who he was. And later on, you will see in the scripture, they said, did not our hearts burn as he expounded and opened up the scriptures to us? They realized that revelation came. As we continue to go on, as we continue to walk with him and listen to him teach us his word, we will get the revelation of the fullness of the deity of him. We will have clear understanding of that revelation, amen, of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. Gideon, amen, was thrusting wheat behind the wine press, and he was wondering why all these things was happened when the angels appeared unto him and called him a mighty man of valor. He, he couldn't see it. He couldn't believe it. Amen. He did not even believe that God had come to help them. Amen. And as a result, he wanted to, he put out fleece. He says, let the cotton be wet and the ground dry the day. And then he flipped it the next day. And he still didn't believe. And finally God says, tell you what, take another man and go down into the camp of the Midianites and listen what they're saying. Amen. And he still didn't really believe. But all these things, but he followed on to listen to what God says, even though he had doubt in his mind to start with. Finally, he believed God. And as a result, Israel was delivered out of the hands of the Midianites by Gideon. Amen. The revelation, brothers and sisters, will come if we follow on to know the Lord. Amen. When Abraham got his vision from the Lord, the Lord calls him. He says, Abraham, you leave home and I will bless you. He left home. He was 75 years old. And he walked. Lot was with them. Sarah was with them. Abraham went down into Egypt, came up out of Egypt. You know, God is blessing them over and over. And then Abraham finally turned to God and he says, you know, God, you haven't blessed me. You haven't blessed me with the son. I got this Eleazar with me. You know, you promised me a promise. You know, and as a result, God finally shows up to Abraham when he's 99 years old. You know. And God says, this time next year, Sarah's going to have a kid. You know? And what do they do? <laughs> they laugh, man. <laughs> 99? You, you kidding me? You know, I'm 99, she's 90? You're talking about having kids? That, that doesn't pass the, the law of gravity. <laughs> of nature, should you say. That, you know, that, they're thinking, you know, it's too late now. You know? We ain't never, in other words, they were saying, we ain't never heard this happening before to any old folks like this. You know, it, it, no, maybe, you know, this, we'll just keep this right here, you know. God says, oh, no, no, next year. Guaranteed, time of life, Sarah's going to have a kid. Sarah's in the tent cracking up, you know. She says, hey, ain't, ain't no way. She's laughing. God says, what's Sarah laughing for? That's what Isaac means, laughter, you know. She said, what, what's Sarah laughing? She said, 
I'm not a laugh. But most of us would have laughed if we, you know, you know, you know, about that. But I guarantee you, now a year later, nine months later, when she is having swelled stomach and all of a sudden she has Isaac, the revelation shows that God was right. See? And as a result, you know, through Isaac and you know, Abraham and Abraham, after Sarah passes away, they have more kids through Keturah and, you know. And so God really blessed him because God had told him, your, your offsprings will be as what? The stars of the heavens and the sands of the sea innumerable. Stars, multitude, sand of the sea innumerable. See, because of revelation, and that's what happens. The revelation will come if we follow on. See, Abraham had to keep going. He had to keep believing. He had to keep trusting. And that's why the Bible says in Genesis, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for what? Righteousness. See? And righteousness will continue to prevail as we continue to walk by faith and not by sight. We have to follow that weight. And that's where we don't like that word, weight. (laughs) We want it now. I want to know now. I want to see it now. I want it to happen now. God says, no, wait. That's why David says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he will strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Say, if you want revelation, keep walking. Keep going on in the right way, and you will see that God will reveal himself to you. That's why my favorite scripture is, cast not away your confidence which have great recompense of reward. You have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. But yet in a little while, he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just has got to live by faith. If any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Now faith is what? The substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence. Faith is the confidence of what you're looking for. So just keep following on so that you will know the Lord. It will come in due time. Amen. And so we have to realize that God has it all in praying for us. It's somewhat like when you're a kid. You remember when you're a kid, your Christmas time, your parents would put all the gifts under the tree, you know. A lot of times parents put the gifts under the tree way back right after Thanksgiving. You ever had that happen? You know, and here you got a whole month to wait. And every time you walk about a Christmas tree, you're looking, man, that's my gift there. Man, my name is on that gift. I wonder what's in it. I wonder if my parents got me what I wanted. I wonder if my parents it got me what I, I, they had been asking of me. And so you, 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 you got this in your mind. You see the present. Say, and so, but you got to do what? You got to keep following on. You got to keep going until Christmas Eve or Christmas morning before you get a chance to open that present to see if what you really was hoping for is there. Amen. And if it's there, then revelation is given. Say, you, now you got revelation. You had to wait for the revelation. You saw the gift. But you was, you know, you're thinking, and when you got what you wanted, guess what? You just jumped up and down, you leaped, you hollered, you was excited. I see it, I see it, I see it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, it's the same way with Christ. 
Amen. If we follow on, he says, I got a present for you. I got something for you. I got eternal life for you. I got something better for you. Amen. Than what you got right now. And so you just have to keep moving on. You just got to keep going on. And it's gonna, he's gonna reveal it to you. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't quit. Just keep serving it. Just keep worshiping. Just keep trusting him. Because God cannot lie. See, when God made a promise, he's got to fulfill it. He's given you a promise. I'm going to give you eternal life. I got everything you have need of, and I know the things you have need of. So don't lose hope. Just keep going on. He's got, he's got to give it to you. Because if not, he'll be a liar. And that's why the writer of Hebrews 6 says, When God made promise to Abraham... Because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless you and multiply, and I will multiply you. And so after he Abraham patiently endured, he got the promise. See, Abraham started going the wrong direction, but then he finally got back on track, and after he got back on track, he got the promise. See? The revelation will come in due time. He will open up to us the windows of heaven and pour out us our blessings that we will not have room enough to receive them. God has got everything you have need of. We have to persevere. We've got to endure hardness, Paul says, as good soldiers of Jesus Christ. The onset, we talked about what? Persevering, enduring. We gotta endure hardness. We gotta keep pressing. We gotta keep going forward. We got the promises. See? They're promises of God. Joseph had the promise, man, but he had to wait. You know? Abraham had the promise, but he had to wait. Jacob had the promise, but he had to wait. Look at Jacob's life. He didn't understand all of that. You know? How that birthright stuff was, was gonna work. You know, and uh, you know, and as a result, look at Esau. He got revelation, didn't he? He realized the Bible says when he wanted his birthright, he realized I got rid of it. And as a result, he got revelation because when he wanted it, he couldn't find repentance to get it. He gave it away. See, a lot of people give away the the, the birthright. They give away stuff. You know, when they should hold on to it. We don't realize. I go to yard sales all the time and I see some great stuff because people don't realize what they got. You know, and so they get rid of it. And then later on, and and this is just me, you know, sometimes I think, man, I wish I would have kept that. You know, when I was young, there, there was stuff, you know. I go to yard sales. I go to the antique shop. You know, I think about the old radio we had in the house, you know. And now I go downtown sometime, the antique shop, and I got pastor friends here with me, and we were walking through there, and I see some of that stuff. Man, I, we used to have one of those. Man, I should have kept that. Four and $500 price tags on it. I didn't know what I had. See, a lot of people don't know what they got. When God fills you with this spirit, this apostolic doctrine of baptism in Jesus' name and, and filling up the Holy Ghost and living a holy and separate and godly lifestyle. A lot of people don't realize what they got. You know? 
But if we follow on, he will reveal this stuff to us. A lot of people cast it away. What the Bible say? Buy the truth and sell it not. Amen. Don't cast your pearls before the swine. You know? Let God be God in your life. He will reveal these things to you. What you got. Amen. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. What he has given to us. Amen. We may not understand it. What does the song say? Trial dark on every hand. And we cannot understand all the way that God will lead us to this blessed promised land. But he'll guide us with his eye and we'll follow till we die. We'll understand it better by and by because the truth will make us free. Amen. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. Amen. Jesus says in John sixteen thirteen, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you unto all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Amen. You're going to get some revelation. Amen. The Holy Ghost is going to show you some things that are going to come. Amen. And, and it's going to blow your mind when you follow on. You'll be able to see things. You will be able to realize what God is trying to reveal to you and I in these last days. Amen. A lot of people is trying to figure out the weather. They're trying to figure out what is happening in our world today. Just keep following on. Just keep following on, and you will know the reason for what God is trying to show us. Amen. His going forth, Hosea said, six three, will be as the come as the more prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, the latter and the former rain upon the earth. God will rain upon you. He will show you. Amen. He will shower you with blessings. He will shower you with understanding. He will shower you with wisdom. He will shower you with knowledge. Amen. So that you will know who you are in him. You will have a clear understanding of this truth of Jesus Christ. The deity of Jesus Christ will be revealed in you. You will become like him. Amen. Because you have that knowledge and understanding of who he is. Amen. You will want to fellowship with him more because as he begins to reveal to you, that's where you're going to want to go. You're going to want to know more. You will begin to understand, amen, who you are in him. And you can ask him and you fellowship with him. You will get a clear understanding of the value of communion, why it is important that you commune and have fellowship with him. Amen. Why you will begin, amen, to have a clear understanding of God in fellowship one with another, and you will abide in his word. Amen. As we abide in his word, Jesus says, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Amen. You will be free of, of yourself. You will be free of the things of this world. Amen. Because you're abiding in the word of God. So let's continue to follow on. Let's continue, amen, to allow God to give us a fuller revelation of who he is so that we will know him 
and the reason why we serve him. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Let's take a break.